You're listening to Much Love Sarah, the podcast that has the to the point answers you need for all things wedding. We talk about everything from timelines to guest lists to how to choose your bridal party and all the tiny details in between. I share from my experience in the wedding industry, help you think through the things you might not have considered, and leave you feeling confident in the decisions that you're making. Are you ready to leave wedding planning stress behind? You're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Much Love, Sarah. I'm super excited that you're here, um, especially because today we're going to be diving into one of the biggest topics of wedding planning. Yes, we're going to start talking about timelines. Now, timelines is one of those topics that I could probably do like three hours of an episode on and still not cover everything. So today we're going to be starting with the very very beginning part of timeline planning, the things that you need to just get started. And then there's going to be a lot more episodes coming in the near future. Uh, There's going to be one next week too about more timeline things, diving into a little bit of the more nitty gritty. But today we're going to just be starting out with the building blocks of your timeline. So these are all of the major, I guess you could call them anchor points of your wedding day um, that you need to know pre- even just sitting down and like listing like the timelines out. So I need you to make a list of everything that I tell you and you're going to answer, I guess some of them are kind of questiony. So you want to have the answers to all of these before you sit down and start trying to even like time things out on your wedding day. Sound great? Cool. So first and foremost, building block number one that we want is hair and makeup. And with that, you want to know how many girls are getting both hair and makeup done. Or if you're going to be, you know, some is getting hair, some are just makeup, whatever it's going to be, write that number down because the number of people you have doing hair and makeup means it's going to take a whole heck of a lot longer to do. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be like, is mom going to be doing it too? Is it just going to be you and your bridesmaids? Is it going to be in your maid of honor? Is it just you? Is everyone having their hair done and then doing their own makeup? There's a lot of different combos you can do that. But you want to know how many girls because that's going to like exponentially increase your getting ready time. So that's your first one. The next one you want to know is your locations. So is this going to be all in one place? Is getting ready, uh, the ceremony and the reception all going to be at one place or are there going to be multiple locations that you're moving between? So this could be, are you getting ready somewhere else and then having the ceremony and reception elsewhere? Are you doing a church ceremony? So therefore you're going to be getting ready at one place and then having the ceremony at the church and then going to the reception Are you getting ready at the reception place and then going to the church and then back to the reception venue? There's a whole lot of different combos that could possibly happen, but this significantly impacts your getting ready and like pre-ceremony timing too, because not only do you need to, you know, have all of your normal getting ready time and some photo time ahead of time, but you also need to account for how long will it take for you to drive between the places? How early does that mean that you need to be ready? It, you know, bumps everything back. Uh, Do you need to plan a little bit of time in to clean everything up? Because is this a place that you're going to have to be like cleaned up and gone and you can't come back to it? So you're going to need to schedule 20 minutes of cleanup time or make sure that somebody's in charge of doing that while everyone else is getting ready. It's a major thing to consider. The next one is if you're going to be doing a first look. Again, 
great choices. There's a whole episode on the first look if you want to go back and listen to it, if you're trying to decide if you want to do it or not. But the yes or no, essentially, of it is important to know because, again, that adds time pre-ceremony, but it also saves you time post-ceremony during cocktail hour. So you need to know for that in your timeline. The next thing to know is your ceremony time. So this is something that you've probably pre-decided. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in a later episode about like when you should ideally plan your ceremony time. But for the sake of this episode, we're going to assume that you already know what it's going to be. Some places like if you're going to do it at a church has like, oh, you have to do it at this time. Other places like receptions, venues, that sort of thing can have specific times that you're allowed to be on site. So that impacts it. But for the sake of this, this is an anchor point that you need to know about your wedding days, when your ceremony time is going to be, because then you can time that for when your cocktail hour is going to be and when your reception is going to start. Speaking of the reception, the next thing that you want to know is when your dinner time is going to be. So this is typically like an hour and a half after your ceremony time. However, sometimes it changes, sometimes it varies, sometimes it's pending your catering crew, that sort of thing. So you want to know when dinner is going to start and if it's going to be plated or if it's going to be a buffet, because those two things have very different timings as to how much time you need to allocate for dinner. So those are the basic things. Dinner, when is it going to start? Is it going to be plated or is it going to be a buffet? Cool. The next big major anchor point is when is sunset on your wedding day. I highly, highly, highly recommend that you have sunset photos on your wedding day. Not only are they just beautiful lighting and it's gorgeous timing, it's another couple of minutes of time that you get to slip away to just be the two of you on your own wedding day. And that's also really important, I feel, to just connect and be together. So you want to know when sunset is on your wedding day so that you can back up your timing and plan to go out for sunset photos at least 30 minutes prior to that. And you want to know when this anchor point is because that also impacts dinner a little bit. Like, are you going to are you going to be able to finish eating before then? And when you're going to do toasts around that? Because those, depending on the season, can sometimes kind of coincide all at the same time. So it's something that you want to have written down and to be aware of. And then the last part that you need as like a huge anchor point on your wedding day is: Are you doing a last dance? And when is your exit going to be? So last dance, just good to know so that you can let the DJ know when to cut off the music and when to send everyone outside and, you know, that sort of thing, planning the music for it. And then the exit is the very end of the night. What time are you getting everybody out the door? And that is the end of your night so that you know, you know, that's another like ending anchor point. So those are the super major things. Hair and makeup. How many girls are you having doing that? Do you have multiple locations that you're going to be at on your wedding day? Do you need to you know, think about the timing for driving distance and cleanup and all that. Are you going to be doing a first look? When is your ceremony going to be? When is dinner going to be? And is it going to be plated or a buffet? What time is sunset? And what time is your exit going to be? So those are the major things that I need you to write down and make notes of before we get into next week episode, which is when I'm going to talk about how long different parts of the day take. So this one's just like our dipping our toes in because timelines are overwhelming. So this is where we're going to start. Easy starting point. And then next week, we're going to talk more about how long exactly you can expect a first look to take, how long you can expect sunset photos to take, 
how long hair and makeup sort of takes so that you can just get that all in your head and start actually building out your wedding day. Again, this will probably be generalizations, but it will give you a great starting point to get started and kind of wrap your mind around what does a wedding day timeline look like. Cool. I hope this was super helpful and that timelines feel just a teeny bit less overwhelming for you. If you found this episode in any way helpful or a great thing just to like feel make you feel a little best let a little bit less stressed about it. I'd love for you to share it on Insta and to tag me in it. I love seeing when things are super helpful for you all because then it lets me know what to make more of, what sort of things you all love. Um, But as anyways, I'll talk to you guys next week. I love talking with you about all things weddings. I hope this episode was so helpful and that you feel ready to accomplish the next thing on your list. I would so appreciate it if you took two minutes to leave a review or share this episode on Instagram. It helps me know what you love so I can continue to answer the questions that are most important to you. Can't wait to chat next week. Much love, Sarah.